Welcome to the Living Anchored Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Shores Church in St. Clair Shores, Michigan. My name is Scott Lorraine, and I'm the lead pastor here at the church, and we'd love for you to take a few moments and listen to our most recent sermon. We believe that it will bless your life and help you live a life anchored to Jesus Christ. Well, welcome again to the Living Anchored Podcast. I want to share a little bit today that I feel like God has placed on my heart uh, out of 1 John chapter 3. We're going to start in verse 4. And so I just want you to hear the, the text before I start sharing the thoughts that I really do feel that God placed in my, my heart and my mind for today. It says, Everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared in order to take away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. No one born of God makes a practice of sinning, for God's seed abides in him, and he cannot keep on sinning because he has been born of God. By this it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. It goes on in just a few verses later to say, Do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. And I want you to hold on to that thought. I'm going to come back to it in just a moment. But as I read this text and I just felt God speaking to me, here's the thing I want you to hear, that Jesus fulfilled the law. He created a new access point for us. So when we look at this idea, if we practice sinning, we practice lawlessness. Well, because basically when we look at the Old Testament, that is the law. This is the, the system, the rules that we need to follow, we need to obey in order to be right with God. But Jesus came because there's no way we were going to be able to do it. He fulfills the law and he creates a new access point to God the Father through Jesus Christ. The problem that runs in for most of us that we run into is the idea that we either want to continue doing things that are wrong and disobeying the law, or we want to keep trying to prove ourselves that we want to keep trying to earn salvation. And both of those things are wrong. Both of those things are trying to kick us back to the Old Testament, living under the law instead of living under grace. The hard thing with grace is we think, well, people can abuse it. People can take advantage of it. And yet people do try and do those things. But grace is so amazing and abounds that there is grace to fulfill and overcome everything that we do. But the thing that we need to remember is as we walk in that grace, as we accept grace from God, that all of a sudden now we should start shifting and changing the way that we live. The reason that we don't have to worry about lawlessness is because Christ already fulfilled the law. Now we have to fulfill the new covenant of following after Jesus. When we got to verse 7, it said, Whoever practices righteousness is righteous as he is righteous. And a thought came into my mind. Uh, back when I was in college and I was a music education major, that there was uh, something that people said about saxophone majors, is that either they were a classical uh, music or they were jazz music. And you had essentially 
were good at one, but usually not good at the other. They took different mindsets that, let me look at the, the page with all the notes and I'm going to do what the instructions say, or let me understand a loose understanding of the rules and chords and I'm going to make it up as I go. And as I was reading through this, I really felt like that is so much of what this passage is getting at, that you have to pick a style as a saxophone player. Am I going to be a classical player or am I going to be a jazz player? But I really typically cannot be both. When it comes to righteousness, when it comes to practicing the right things, we can practice righteousness or we can practice sin. When we practice righteousness, we're practicing what God wants us to do. When we're practicing sin, we're staying in that old lifestyle. We're staying in the way that uh, Satan would prefer us to stay in. And while there's people who are maybe better than others at staying in the middle and trying to play both sides, you're typically, you're, you're good at practicing righteousness or you're good at practicing sin. And that realization that we can only be one or the other. So we really have to make that decision as an individual. Am I going to practice what God would want me to? Or am I going to practice what Satan would want me to? We have to pick a style. Are we picking classical? Are we picking jazz? Are we picking Jesus? Are we picking Satan? Because when we make those difficult choices, one of those is going to lead to life and one of those is going to lead to destruction. And I'm pretty sure you know which one is which. The final thought that I want to pull out comes a little bit uh, later in verse 13. I already read it. Is Do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. We can look in our world, we can look in society, and we can see people hating Christians for what they're doing, what they stand for. Let me encourage you with this today. When you are in Christ, you realize that there is this struggle, that you can pick righteousness or you can pick sin. When we look at the world as a whole, they don't see the struggle that we see. We're in this world, but not of this world, but they're still participating and being in this world. So when people hate us, it's because they hated Christ first. Look at it as an opportunity to share the love of Christ, to open their eyes that there is something bigger, something greater out there. Don't don't be hurt. Don't be offended when the world hates you. Look at it as an opportunity to share the love of Christ, being consistent, winning them to our style, and winning them to righteousness. Because once they're won to righteousness, their whole life can be changed, their whole life can be transformed, and they can follow after God. Sometimes we, we can make these comparisons when it comes to music of classical and jazz. Well, that must mean jazz is bad. No, jazz is different in that musical realm. And in this case, in this conversation, we have righteousness or we have sin. There is a clear distinction, a clear right and wrong. And we want to be living as individuals who are righteous. We want to practice it. You're not going to get everything right the first time, but as you practice, you're going to become more consistent. As you become more consistent, you're going to start walking in the ways of, of Christ. And we need to make sure that our practice is always pushing us closer to Christ, that we're staying biblically founded and we are putting Christ before everything else. So that's my challenge for you today. Practice a life of righteousness, not of sin. We are in grace and we are so grateful for what Christ did. Because we're in grace, let's do what he calls us to do. Let's love others, let's love God, and let's make disciples. Because living a life of righteousness is the style that we want to live. And living a life of sin is in our past. And let's show that and model it to others so that they can walk in the freedom that is Christ. Thank you for joining us today on the Living Anchored Podcast. 
If this message impacted you, please remember to follow so you can see all of our content in the future and share on social media so other people can have their life impacted as well. Our mission at the Shores Church is to help people live a life anchored to Jesus Christ. So your help will definitely help us accomplish our goal. If you're interested in helping support our church financially, please go to theshoreschurch.org, click on Give, and you'll be able to do so that way. Have a blessed and incredible day, and we look forward to having you with us next time.